Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew his hour had come to leave this world and return to the father, his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for the supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iraskot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that Father had given him authority over everything, and that come from God would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, and wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into the basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't understand now what I'm going to do, but someday you will. No, Jesus, Peter protested. You will never wash my feet, Jesus replied. Unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, Then wash my, feet, wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, A person who is bathed all over doesn't need to wash his except for the, his, for the feet, to be entirely clean, and you, our disciples, are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him, and that's why he, that's what he meant by not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put his robe on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I'm doing? You call me the teacher and the Lord. You're right, because that's what I am. And since I, I your Lord and teacher, I've washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth, slaves are no greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. We just want to say, God, thank you so much for the amazing women and mothers that you've blessed us with. Um, thank you that uh, you have given them so many amazing skills and qualities. You've made them strong. You've made them leaders. Um, you've made them pioneers in our church, in their work, um, and in every part of their lives. And we thank you for the blessing that they are to the rest of us. Amen. Amen. All right, and we're going to have our preach. So if we could welcome Eleanor to the front with a round of applause, please. Uh, and God, as Eleanor comes up, we want you to uh, bless her. Thank you for the things that you've inspired in her today uh, for this preach she's about to give. Um, and we pray that she communicates really well to the rest of the church. Amen. Okay. Hello, everyone. How are you? Good morning. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the youth so far? Yeah, we're not that bad, are we? We're not that bad. We're not that bad. Oh, yeah, I feel like I wasn't going to do this, but seeing as Ashwin did it, I feel like I can have a do it. So shout out to my mummy. Happy Mother's Day, mummy. Love you. So in true fashion of um, the Legister family, I'm very unorganized, um, I'm afraid. And I don't know how this is going to go, but we'll see, we'll see. So I'm actually, I'm, so I am one of the youth, um, a lot of people, I feel like sometimes people will think I'm older than I actually am. And um, one time, someone in this church guessed that I was 28 years old and that um, my nephew Elias was my son. So um, I am definitely 17, but I'm actually going to be turning 18 in two days. Um, and I'm really excited. But the reason I'm, I'm really happy is because today I'm preaching um, and I'm 17. And I feel like when you're younger, 
things sound so much better. Like, if it's like, oh, I preached when I was still, like, a child, it's like, whoa. But once you get to, like, 20, it's like, okay, I don't really care. But anyway, so, um, I mean, I'm really excited. I've been really, really excited to do this. I actually felt like a couple months ago, even before I knew this was going to happen, um, I'd been talking to God a little bit about it, and I'd been saying, God, you know, I, I, would, I would love to preach, so I'm really thankful to God that um, I'm here now. And I'm able to preach, but I, I'm not going to lie. You might be able to hear it in my voice. I know I need to slow down. I'm very nervous. And I was Googling yesterday how to make yourself less nervous. And one thing that it said is drink water. And my water's over there already messed up. But another thing, has anyone here heard of the power pose? Do you know what a power pose is? Okay, so the idea of a power pose... I'm really rambling and I don't have time. Okay, I really need to hurry up. Um, a power pose is basically where you like stand like this and it's supposed to increase your confidence by increasing your perimeter. So I'm going to make you all stand up and do it real quick. So if everyone can just stand up really quickly, if you're able to and it's not too inconvenient, everyone just spread out. And really this is just me making you look a bit silly because I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself in this talk. So yeah. All right, I should probably get to the preach now. So, um, let's start properly. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Um, my guy. So, the verse that we heard earlier on was from John 13. And the title of my preach, as you can see, is, um, I've called it The Exchange. I just came up with it this morning. Um, but I'm just going to read out the part today that I'm really going to be looking at. So we're at the Passover celebration, we're at the final supper, um, and all the disciples have come into this um, area to eat. And so they've come in, and basically, when I was researching, the context of them coming in, they've kind of got this attitude of like, so who's the best? Like, who's the best of us? Who's going to be the one at the top of the um, kingdom when it comes? No, not you, I'm afraid. Um, but th that's exactly the attitude that they were having, and it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I rebuke it. Um, and so I was thinking, I was like, right, okay. How can I, what, do, what, what does this mean? Okay, so who here has siblings? I have siblings. I have three older brothers, and four older brothers, you beat me, you beat me. One of my brothers, they're, they're cool, but yeah, let me not go into it. So I ha one of my brothers, um, he's six and a half years older than me, and he used to annoy me like crazy, like he's so annoying. And he used to do this thing, um, I'm really rambling, I'm so sorry, but he used to do this thing, and um, he used to sing this song, and he, he, yeah, he knows exactly how to push your buttons, when he wants to annoy you. So he used to sing this song, and I tell you, thinking about it infuriates me. But he used to sing this song, and it went like this. Oh, gosh. It went like this. I'm the best around. Nothing could ever keep me down. And he used to sing it over and over again, and I would get so angry. So when I was thinking of the disciples, I was thinking, I'm the best around. And I was like, Jesus must have been like, you lot are so muggy. Like, I am the Messiah, and you want to be singing, I'm the best around. I was like, he must have been like, what are you lot doing? 
And so this is the context that I imagine. I imagine them being like, I'm the best around. And so they're just going crazy. And Jesus, he comes. They're all sitting at this table. Now I'm going to actually get into it. Okay. And Jesus says, or the Bible says, sorry. John says, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and he would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. Now, when I read this passage first, at first, and I was told this was the passage, I was like, not this one. Like, I was like, it just feels like such a basic passage. It's just Jesus washing the feet. What more is there to it? Obviously, God was like, Eleanor, shush, because I have something for you. So if we can go to... Wait, actually, let's not first. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So... Can we go two slides forward? And again. Okay. The first part that I see in this preach, in this um, passage, sorry. Um, it says, so Jesus got up from the table. And to me, it's, it's, I feel like it's something you kind of just skim over. And I skimmed over it when I read it. And I was just like, okay, all right. And then I felt like I was praying, I was praying. And I was like, what, what, what is in this? And God was like, there's parts to it. So... I'm going to kind of go through the stages, but there's this first part where Jesus gets up from the table. He's around all these disciples in my head singing, I'm the best around. And Jesus, he picks himself up and he moves away. And to me, this is this first point of get up and get out. I feel like sometimes we're in places where we shouldn't be and we're in, around people that are reaching for the highest status and they're reaching for, you know, I'm the best around and... Sometimes it's about removing yourself from that kind of, that place of people who are just singing on the best around and it's not really where you should be. So that's what I kind of got from that. And I was like, okay, right. So the first part is you kind of move yourself out of where you are. Can we go to the next slide? Next, and I have a, a kind of a bit of a demonstration for this, but... I feel like God said, Jesus is there to undertake this thing of washing the disciples' feet and to do this task, do this thing that he's being called to do, and he's, he's fulfilling purpose when he washes the disciples' feet to me. And um, it says that Jesus, he took off his robe. And I was looking up, like, robe, okay, what, what is the significance of that? And to me, the robe was like a form of status and... I was like, God really, Jesus, he really, to me, he strips himself in this moment. He strips himself of a form of status. It's just the robe. I know it doesn't seem very like whatever, but it's a status. So basically, in our generation as young people, I feel like something that gives us status sometimes, same way here, is clothing. And I'm not sure if you can see, but I'm wearing these shoes Thank you. I got inspiration from Gary. He also has a pair of Air Forces. But um, so Jesus takes off this, this form of status. And the thing is, like, if I wanted to wash someone's feet right now, I really couldn't do it in these white Air Forces because they'd get really messy. And that would be a genuine problem. So Jesus, he takes off his, he takes off his robe because it's stopping him 
from doing the act that he's been called to do. Sorry, one sec. So instead, he put something slightly different on. And it's not very nice. <laughs> it, it looks like, it's like, Jesus, what are you doing? Like He's about to wash the servant's feet. And it's, it's the lowliest thing that a person does in the house, which is wash someone's feet. And it's like, Jesus, why are you reducing yourself to this? Like, what are you doing? Peter, he doesn't understand. Like, Lord, you're going to wash my feet. He doesn't understand. So I feel like us, what is it that's, that we're wearing and we don't want to take it off? But it's stopping us from doing the thing that God's calling us to do. Like, is it pride? For me, I, I know that it can be pride. Like, I want to go serve, but I'm wearing too much pride. And, and I, 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 I'm being stopped from doing the thing that God's calling me to do. Because I, I, it just makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel relaxed. It makes me feel like, you know, I'm safe. Because I have this, this pride. But maybe for you it's not pride. Maybe it's, it's stubbornness. Maybe it's anger. It could be selfishness. And I'm not trying to come for you, just so you know, because I, I don't know what it is for you. But there's things that we've got, and they look nice on the outside. They, they make us feel kind of safe. Do you get what I'm saying? They, they look like it's white. It's nice. When I walk down the street with these, do you know how good I feel? I feel nice. But, you know when I first got these, you know how I was walking around like this? Because I didn't want to crease the shoes. I really didn't want to. But it was stopping me from walking. It was, it was literally crippling me. So what is it that we wear? And that's why I said, you know what, just take it off. Jesus, he takes off his robe. He's about to do this thing of the lowliest, and he can't, he can't do it wearing his robe. I can't walk in these. So just, just take it off. And in, in that, we have to ask God and we have to go to the Spirit and say, Lord, like, I can't do this on my own. I, ca- I can't do it with the pride on me. I can't do it with the anger on me. I can't do it with any of that. You have to take it off. Jesus, he surrenders. And it, really, if we're honest with ourselves, this isn't the first time Jesus is surrendering because we see him surrender on the cross. That's when he surrenders. If he can surrender that, I think we can surrender some of ourselves. The next part of the passage, it says, Then he wrapped a towel around his waist. And so the sliders are kind of like my towel, but I don't know if this is a bit inconvenient. But he, he, he got something, and he put it on, and it didn't look that good. It looked a bit bummy. Like, Who's going to walk around the street like this? And, and he put something on, but it was there so that he could do the act that God had called him to do. Like, what do we need to take on to be able to do what God is calling us to do? Is it love? Probably it is. 
But what deeper? Is it kindness? Like, are we sometimes just, I'm, I can be so mean. Like, I don't know about anyone else, but I can just brush people off. I can be so mean. And it needs to come off. I need to, I need to say, God, take it off. Shush, don't shake your heads. <laughs> but what is the thing? And you know what? It might not make me look that good, you know. Because I might be kind and you might dash it back in my face. And I might look stupid for a second. But it's letting me do what God is asking me to do. What's more important ultimately? What I feel like I look like? Or what God is calling me into? I think we know the answer. And it's what God is calling you into. And so Jesus takes on this towel and he gets on his feet. And it's like, one sec, sorry, I'm unorganized. Um, and he takes it on, and he's able to do what God is calling him to do. Now, real quick, mum, can you come to the front? Thank you. Can I be quiet? Oh, yeah, I'll use it. Go on, take your shoes off. So, no, you do it. So, Jesus now, thank you, mommy, I love you. Jesus now, he's, he's here and he's ready to undertake this act. And he couldn't, he couldn't like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get these air forces wet. They really need to come over here. Because those can't get wet, like they're not waterproof. Mom, socks as well, come now. And so... Jesus, it's warm, don't worry, I got you. It's warm. Um, Jesus, he now, he, I look silly, and I'm, I'm going to get on my knees. I'm sorry, I'm not yet, so you can see me, but he's about to look ridiculous. Like, he's washing their feet. Like, like, can we just pause and imagine the creator of the world? Like, I don't want to get emotional, but it, it's like the creator of the universe is here to wash our feet. Sorry. <laughs> like, what? Let me start washing before I cry. So, oh, we can go to the next slide. Sorry, I should have done that ages ago. So, there's this exchange that Jesus makes. He he takes off these which give him which the world and not even him the world tells him this is what this is what gives you status this is what makes you important this is why you matter in the world and he says bonnet and that means you know forget about it like i don't want that i'll take this instead i'll take the love i'll take the kindness i'll take the raising other people up out of their place and and I'll serve. I look stupid. And it's all right. But I'll serve instead. 
So what is it that we need to equip ourselves with in the form of this towel? What do we need that is going to let us do the thing that God is calling us to do because we know it's so much higher than what we have for ourselves? And the bit that I really love, you can go to the next one, sorry. Um, At the start of the passage, it says, Jesus knew, sorry, I need water. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and he would return to God. When you're serving, you're not serving out of your own power. You're not serving in your own strength. You're serving in the power of the creator of the universe. Isaiah 43 verse 1 says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. In our weakness... God finds strength. So when we come and we serve, it's not about, ah, but I look silly, but I can't do it. But I I don't know if this one's for me. I I don't know if this is my purpose. I, I, I don't know. Let God tell you. Spend time with him. Read the Bible. Like when I was younger, I didn't get the Bible. I was like, what's the point really? And I know some of you, that might, might seem really weird. Some of you might be able to relate. But then, I don't know when it happened, but I picked up the Bible. I was like, whoa. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here. And it's so good. Like, there's so much in there to me. And it's like, wow. Like, how can this, how do we just have this? And it's like, it's like, it's God's right there. And he's just saying, like, I'm right here. I'm just waiting. All you need to do is Come. All you need to do is come, and I'm right there waiting for you. So if you don't know what it is that you need to take off, you don't know how to get what you need to get, you you don't even know how to take yourself out of the place that you're in now, the people that you're around now, God is right there. And there's been times in my life when I've felt so disconnected from God, and people have been saying, God's right there, God's right there. And I'm like, yeah, but where's God? But he really, like, truly he's right there. And I know God's taken me on a journey. I know there's people in my lives that God's taken on a journey. But, like, he's, he's a cool guy, man. He's a really good guy. And the other thing is, G- Peter, I'm sorry, my notes are all over the place and it's just shambles. But anyway, Peter, he's there protesting. He's like, no, Lord, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, don't touch my feet. Like, what are you doing? He gets it a little bit, only a little bit. He's still not right. But... He's like, Lord, what are you doing? And Jesus is like, oh, you'll understand later, you'll understand later. But there's sometimes there's people or there's, there's things around us and they'll be saying, no, that's, that's not for you. I, I, I don't think that's what God is actually calling you to. And sometimes maybe they're right, but sometimes maybe they're not. Sometimes there's maybe some Peters and they're saying, what are you doing? Like, really going to wash my feet? You're really going to go that low? But those people just need to... Pray for them. And 
Pray that God will give us people around us that will give us discernment and show us what we're really being called to. So, I spoke to Sam about what I was going to say. I've really spoken for a while, I'm really sorry. Um, I spoke to Sam about what I was going to say, and he was like, oh, Eleanor, you know there's like a bit that Paul says, and it's kind of like what you're saying. I was like, oh, great, okay. Well, I'll just say what Paul has to say. Well, no, I won't do that. But um, basically, Paul says something quite similar to what I've said. And it's from Colossians 3, and it's verse 8 to 17, a reading that we heard earlier on. But now is the time to get rid of anger. Everyone say anger. Anger. Rage. Everyone say rage. Rage. We're going to keep going like this. Malicious behavior. behavior. Say it louder. Slander. Slander. And dirty language. language. Don't lie to each other. other. We can stop now. (laughs) For you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. You can, we'll go again now. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And then it goes, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, and this bit we're going to copy, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, mercy. kindness, Kindness. humility, Humility. gentleness, Gentleness. and patience. patience. I was like, whoa, Paul just said it, and I've been taking like half an hour. But, like, that's it. Like, get rid of it. Just take it off and make the exchange and equip yourself to do what God is calling you to do. And then the thing that I love is Jesus... In, in, the, in, in the passage, it says he puts back on his robe and he goes to the place. But he's completely transformed it. Like in the act that he did of serving, he's transformed it. The disciples are no longer saying, I'm the best around. They're like, oh, sugar, we have to serve. Like, we have to do what God's calling us to do. And so Jesus, he comes back to this place, but it's not the same place anymore. He's in a new place where people are of the mindset of, I need to serve, I need to love I need to be kind, I need to be humble, I need to be gentle, I need to be patient, I need to love my family, I need to love the people that are loving me, all of that. And so that's what he comes back into. And to me, I was just like, wow, like, that's good, that's good. So I'm just going to pray. If you'd like to join me in praying at the end, we would, can I just invite the band up, please? Oh, I've got a towel. I can really wipe my brow. I'm very happy. Yeah, so... um, I should have done this a while ago, but never mind. Um, I just want you to think, as I'm going to pray for all of us, I want you to say... In fact, I'll say it, but say it to yourselves in your heart. Say, God, I pray that you just reveal to me what you want me to surrender, what you want me to take off, what you want me to get rid of, what's stopping me from doing the thing that you've called me into. Maybe for some of us, we need to get out of a place that we're in. We've been in a toxic place, 
and it's not helping us and it's our environment. And for some of us, that's where we need to start. We need to start by coming out of that place. But maybe for some others, it's, it's yourselves and maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe you think, you know, that's not me, but maybe it is. And I just, just pray in your heart, God reveal to me what I need to strip off. What is keeping me in my mind safe, but really is stopping me doing the thing that you're calling me into? And then there's others of us, and maybe we've got to that point, and now we're saying, God, what, what, do, you, what do I need to take on? What, what, what thing is it that I need to wear? And I might look silly wearing it. I might look like I'm crazy, or that I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm just, I'm just hurting myself, but God, what is it that I need to take on? Is it, is it mercy? Is it kindness? Is it humility? And what do you want me to take on so that I can do the thing that you're calling me into? Lord, I just pray for everyone in this room right now. And I pray that you will reveal to every single person what it is that they need, where they are. God, if there's people in here that they're thinking, God, where even are you? I've been sitting around for how many years? 10, 20, 30 years. And I haven't felt a certain way for 20 years. For 30 years, for 40 years. 10 years, a month. Whatever it is for you. But God, I just pray that you'll just, I'll be so aware of you. And I'll just know your love. And you'll come into my situation right now, today. And you'll just transform. You'll make that exchange. Father, we thank you that you came on this earth, the creator of the universe, and you died so that we could have relationship, so that we could be free of guilt and we could be free of shame. And we can just live in awe of you, praising you. And we can live knowing that you came and you, 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 you did an exchange. We don't have to be held down anymore. Father, just make it known to each person in this room what it is for them. Make it known what you want to do in all of our lives. Make it known what, what your calling on each person is, whatever the age, whether they're 16, 17, 18, 50, 40, 60, 70, 80, however high, there's, there's no... You, your purpose, your calling, it never, it doesn't end. There's not an expiry date. You don't, you don't, don't need to be, oh, I've passed 50 now. I can't fulfill the calling. You still have time. There's so much time. Yeah, Father, I just pray that you'll just fill our lives. You'll teach us to be a good community and to just counsel each other, give each other wisdom, have good discernment. And yeah. Um, could we get a song on it? Um, I'm just going to invite everyone to respond now. Whether you want to stand and join in the worship, whether you want to sit and stay in a place of just understanding God. And one thing we'd really love to do, if you feel like there's been anything today and it's really, it's like, oh my gosh, yes, like, that's it, then we'd love to invite you to come up to the front and to receive prayer. I know we don't normally do it like this 
And I know we are running a bit past time. I'm really sorry. But I just feel like if there's anyone that would like to come up and receive prayer, we'd love to pray for you as youth. And also there's people in the church that are so happy to pray for you. And if they could come forward, if you feel like you can pray for people. But if you do want to come forward, I'd love to invite you to come forward. I know we don't normally do it like this. Or if you want to just pray for the person next to you. If you just... If that's easier for you, just say to the person next to you, can you please pray for me real quick? And we'll just have maybe one, max two songs, and then I'll let you all go.